quick boom are we live we are live I was about to say, we're live i was about to say hey homies hey uh welcome to episode 51 of sex wars uh we have a man who needs no introduction the reverend jesse lee peterson how are you doing today sir all is well merry christmas thanks for having me on merry christmas thanks so much for coming i'm a huge fan Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Anika. Hi, I've been one of your first subscribers for years. Really? So if you go, if you go back through, yeah, I, I've been subscribed to you since uh, before you got your your. Uh, well, that's amazing. Thousand. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I love the uh, I love the streams that you did with Destiny. Those are always really entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I enjoy having him on. He's very interesting. Yeah, we've we actually had him on our show once too. Um, all right, so I have as usual a few stories for us to go through and stuff. Uh, I had one one question I've always wanted to ask you. I think I know the answer, but uh, I want to hear it from you, and I have kind of my own thoughts on it too. I wanted to ask you, Jesse, what is the lie when when you say they're the children of the lie, which is a great expression but i wanted to ask you what exactly is the lie oh good good question um on that example of the children of the lie i remember when they started the so-called civil rights movement down in alabama mm -hmm. and uh uh prior to the civil rights movement black folks were doing well in life they had families they got married uh they bought land I have an aunt and uncle who got married. Well, my aunt married and she had a husband. They bought Buku land and they, they had like a truckload of children, like, like I think 18 or 19, somewhere in there. And their other children were able to uh, not only graduate high school, but to go to college of their choices. Another friend of mine, same thing, and members of my family. And so blacks were doing well because they believed in God they believed in the family and they believed in America. And, and we were taught not to hate anyone. The whole civil rights movement, they knew that it was about the Democratic Party not wanting blacks to be a part of its party. As a matter of fact, that's why the Republican Party was founded. So that was known amongst black people that all white people wasn't racist or, well, I didn't even hear the word racist, but they, they weren't evil in trying to hold black people back. And so this, this phony civil rights movement started, which should have never happened. And when they started, eventually they convinced the blacks to believe in them, to become their, let Jesse Jackson and all those guys became the leaders of the black people. And when they became the leaders of the black people, they eventually made a deal with the Democratic Party and they sold the blacks over to the Democratic Party for the votes. And... With the, with the promises that they would be the leaders. And from that day forward, from that time forward, the blacks stopped thinking for themselves. The, uh, the, the, the family was destroyed. Blacks start, instead of looking to God, they looked to other people to be their God, to lead them. And it's just been downhill ever since. To the point now you can really tell them that racism exists. And they just believe it without any proof at all because there's no such thing as racism. So they lied to the people and the people believed into the lie. And to this day, they are being controlled. The media, the Democratic Party, the Rhino Republicans, the Never Trumpers, when they want something, they just call it racist now. And when they use the word racist, they know they got the blacks to act out and most white people are afraid of the word racism, which is a lie. There's no such thing as racism. It's just a made up word. But most whites are afraid of that word. And so the Democrats and others know that they're going to get what they want because there's not would be no pushback. It's all lies. Racism is a lie, too. Our battle is a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities and wickedness. Our whole life is all about spiritual, the spirit, and not physical. I, I have a question for yes. some clarification. Jesse, when you say like the racism is a lie or the racism doesn't exist, do you mean um, when people refer to like systemic racism, meaning they're, 
there are laws that keep black people down or do you mean like nobody is racist? Like no, there's, there's, there's not no one. Thing. There's not one human being that walked this earth that is a racist. They are either of good. They're either good or of evil. They're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're in a fallen state, meaning turn away from the father, then they're evil. And so they're influenced by evil. And, and so when, when they say that white people hate black people because of color, it's not true. They, they have judged them for some other reason. I, and, and that's what's going on. I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying in the, the way that you're using the words. Um, I think that a lot of, uh, you know, white liberals, uh, Democrats, I think the majority of like the population, not the politicians or those in control, I think a lot of them genuinely believe that they're doing the right thing. I think a lot of them are motivated, not some through fear um, of being ostracized, um, but I think a lot of them are motivated by the fact that maybe they don't know black people and they think that uh, when they read in the media that you know black men are being slaughtered in the streets, I think that they believe that that's true because they don't know otherwise, and that maybe they genuinely believe that they're helping. That's at least the liberals that I know, and I, I myself consider myself myself still in some ways a liberal, but maybe not in the way that you've defined. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of those people genuinely believe that they're doing the right thing. Would you agree with that or do you disagree? Well, I know that there are um, liberal or Democratic voters who believe that. Because when I moved to Los Angeles and I saw here in Louis Farrakhan and Jesse Jackson, and I was like 18, 19, 20, and they were saying racism this, white people this. I didn't hear this growing up in the South on the plantation in Alabama. But they were saying racism this, racism that, and there was no pushback from the whites. And as a young person, I believed into that lie too. And for a long time, I thought white people were racist. And it wasn't until God allowed me to see what was really going on that they were being deceived and they have hatred in their heart. And I realized it wasn't about racism. It was being used. So I do agree that there are Democratic voters who have believed into that lie. But I doubt if there's one Democratic representative who truly believe that racism exists, I think they know it's a way for them to gain precede power and to use the blacks to gain power, wealth, and to destroy America. I, I doubt if you can find one politician that truly believe that racism exists. Yeah, through like a learned helplessness, I guess. Like getting, um, like trying to get black people to believe that they can't do it without politicians' help or without, you know, white people stepping aside, so to speak. Is that kind of what you're referring to? They, uh, the the politicians are giving blacks the impression that because you're black, you can't make it in America. They call it systemic yeah. racism. They call it police yeah, brutality. It they call it something. And if you believe racism exists, because we live by faith. Whatever we believe is what controls us, right? And uh, we live by faith. And so there are a lot of black, especially young blacks today, they have fallen for that lie because their parents have not told them any better. The schools are lying to them. The politicians are lying to them. And so, but there is not one politician alive today that believe blacks are suffering due to the lack of, um, I mean, due to racism. They know that it's due to the lack of family, the lack of belief in God, the lack of character. But they're not going to tell the blacks that because they need the blacks to be acting out, creating confusion so they can have this battle going on between the races, divide and conquer. So it almost seems like like the lie is racism, which is almost like the answer to the question from, from what I got from that. Do you, would you agree with that or... Well, there is no such thing as racism. That's a made up word. And that's why the children of God should not use the language of the children of Satan, because you're justified by your words or you're condemned. And if you if you use the same words that the evil ones are using, you start to believe it. Then you act it out. Our battle is a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. The word racism is a purely made up word in order to, de 
to uh, to divide and conquer. There's no such thing as racism. The word racism is a lie within itself. You believe I, I, in biases, though, right? I mean, I'm you sorry? believe that people can hate. You believe in biases, though, right? That people can um, dislike or distrust a group of people based on, um, like, how they appear on their exterior, correct? I mean, I, mean? I know you don't believe in racism the way that you defined it, but, I mean, there are people who just genuinely don't like Blacks. Um, they, they might not... <clears throat> They might not um, hate them for the color of their skin. It might be a perceived cultural difference, or I, I think a lot of it is classism, and they perceive black people to be of a lower class. Um, that there's there's a lot of preconceived biases that they have. I mean, is that I, I just kind of wanted you to clarify that because I've heard well, there's not difference. there's not one person who hate black people because of his or her color. There are okay. uh, people who hate blacks because of the bad behavior that they see. Blacks are very, and not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. Black people are very angry. They're acting out. They're blaming. They have no self-respect for themselves and others. And so there are the rest of the world looking at that. And, and because of it, they resent that. They're judging, judging the action of the person. And because there's no one really stopping this crap, they can't tell which black is of good or which is of evil. And so they, when they see a black, they don't know that you might not hate anyone or you're not blaming white people or begging and robbing and stealing and killing. So they must protect themselves because they can't tell the good from the bad just by looking at them. Uh, nobody, there's not one race in America, maybe even on earth, that love and respect black people. And black people are more disrespected today because of their insurrection on this country, the, uh, the stealing and killing and carry on that they're doing now. They pity the blacks, but they don't respect the blacks at all. Uh, can I ask you, um, going back to the, the civil rights thing, you don't, you think that like the civil rights themselves are okay, right? It's just more the, the grievance that's the problem. Like you think black people should be able to vote and stuff like that and, and, and that we shouldn't be segregated, et cetera. The only thing that should have happened is they, uh, they should have made uh, sure that the laws that protected and governed white people were the same laws that would govern and protect the blacks. And then leave, it left us alone and good would come together with good and evil would come together with evil. But then when they, when they had all these forced laws, you let me sit in your cafe, I don't care, I wanna come in there and all this crap, they really divided us rather than bringing us together because America, if you really, 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 really think about America, America itself is an amazing country. It was built on Christianity, it was built on love. And Americans would have come together by themselves rather than trying to force them to come together. You can't force someone to love you. But so they would have seen one another and those who agreed would have come together naturally and those who had disagreed would have, would, they would have been together and disagreeing. It, it would just happen naturally. You can't make human beings love you. Right. And look at the mess now, even though they're trying to force blacks and whites to live together, to go to the same school, to do this, they're trying to force it. And they're dividing more than they're uniting. It's getting worse instead of better. White people don't want to be around black people. And, 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 because, I, because I, I would say some hashtag not all. No, there's. I've been reading about how like some of these progressive policies with the schoolings, where they're they're rezoning the schools to make them more mixed, and up there's wealthy people who are like leaving. Right? They're like, no, I'm not sending my kid to that school, and they'll move and go live somewhere else. They yeah, don't. They don't want to be part of the them. experiment. I will agree. I don't blame you. We're not animals. You cannot experiment on us. That's crazy. Yeah. We are individuals. We have a have our own mindset. We can't let them tell us that we got to move into this encampment and we got to act the way that they're like for the act. 
And instead of getting black people to overcome their fallen state and stop acting so crazy, they're trying to make white people accept craziness. Yeah. Uh, speaking of school, I had a video I wanted to show you. We'll, we'll switch lanes really here. This is one that I found from the Libs of TikTok account. This is a, a teacher in high school on National Coming Out Day telling her, well, I'll let you say the word, Jesse, because you say it so well, but we'll, we'll watch the video here. Let me uh, hit the play button. <laughs> It was National Coming Out Day yesterday. If we were here in person, I would have done this yesterday. My name's Miss Watsy. I'm, and I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. My name's Miss Watsy, and I am. I'm Miss Watsy, and I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted to inform you I am coming out as a lesbian today. Oh my God! What, what is she coming out as, Jesse? As a radical lesbian. <laughs> that's that's one of my bingo words for the one of them uh what, what do you think of that what, what do you think about the teacher feeling the need not only to tell her class that she's gay but to record it and upload it to tiktok and everybody's cheering and clapping when they hear it what do you think about all that i think that's evil and this female doesn't have a right to impose her lack of values upon other people's children she doesn't have permission to do that and for her to influence them in that way is pure evil. And this is why I highly recommend that parents take their children out of the public school system and homeschool them, make that sacrifice, or find some good private school or something where they can watch over their children. Because you have so-called teachers like this, they're not teaching reading and writing and arithmetic. They're teaching the children, they're corrupting the children for their own personal gain. And a lot of kids are having a lot of issues and they don't need to deal with this kind of stuff. And, and in the good old days when boys were boys, you would never see American adults uh, fronting and proud to be immoral and fronting their vices. It would be something that they would be ashamed of and would try to overcome. But these teachers like this should not be allowed to impose evil upon other people's children she need to be fired yeah I, do, you th do you think she should be fired yeah. annika not at all i think i i don't think that the promoting of it the way she's doing it as if she deserves an award is called for but i really don't care if she's a lesbian i'm a little i don't care either it doesn't bother yeah. me personally yeah it's, I, it's not if you want to be a I, lesbian she could be a lesbian. That's on her. If she wants to be a what? A lesbian. Be a what? Yeah. Okay. So Jesse, how I see it is, I, I, I feel, I feel lesbianism and, and homosexuality is normal enough nowadays that I don't think a teacher needs to announce it. Um, it, it's not just, just normal, it's celebrated, right. which is creating yes. this perverse incentive for the kids. They yeah. see they see the teacher getting applauded and they say, hey, I want people to clap for me too. I guess I'll be yeah. gay. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It, it reinforces, uh, it. yeah, it reinforces a behavior for attention seeking. Like and you, uh, again, if, if she want to be a lesbian, she could be a lesbian. Keep it to herself yeah. and be a little lesbian, you know? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but no but one, I don't think no one cares. But to yeah. impose it upon other people's children without the parent's permission, or even the, the parents knowing about it in most cases, it's pure evil. Um, it just because there are kids who are stuck in that lifestyle, and they believe that that's who they are when they're really not. Because you can overcome anything. Your your vices are not who you are. We are children of God. We have been turned away from him uh, because we're all born in sin, but we are really children of God. That's why Christ came so that we can have a way back to the father. But 
And when you return to the Father, you can overcome. He will cause you to overcome the vices. We are not our vices. Those things are not from God. It is as a result of falling away from the Father. But they present it as though it's from God, and it's not. That's not who they are, but that's who they have identified as because they believe that that's who they are, and it's just not true. Do you think that another aspect of the lie is the idea that that's another one right there? That's yeah, a, that's, there's, there's no wrong that. way. There's no wrong way to live your life. That's that's part of the lie, isn't it? Yes, that's right. They they present they present evil as good and good as evil, and because of the destruction of the family, the uh, uh, destroyed of Christianity. It looked like being wrong is being right. But I can honestly tell you that every human being that's on the side of evil in that fallen state have no peace because they have no love. They have anger. And in anger, there is no peace. Do you, do you have peace, Annika? Because you're you're a godless heathen. I have lots of peace. <laughs> yes, I'm, I am a godless did, did you know heathen, that, Jesse? I, Annika doesn't... Yes, uh... I have um, She's an I'm atheist. Okay <laughs> I'm an atheist. An atheist liberal. What do you think about that, Jesse? I'm not as liberal as, as Jesse would think. <laughs> I, I, I was just told that you guys playing B rolls of, of women in bikinis in the background. What's that about? Yeah, there there is some. That, there's Jesse. a mix. Jesse, That's... I'm against that. Uh oh, I'm going to get. I'm going to get. I'm godless, but I'm not the heathen. Yes, oh, okay. I am. Um, uh, Jesse, give him a talking to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's just something you normally do anyway. Yeah, it's just the show. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't condone B-roll. it. I don't. Oh, okay. It. And so, what were your questions from me, Lyndon? Oh, I uh, just uh, can you help me save Annika's soul? Uh, she's an atheist. Are you an atheist, Annika? Uh, I asked Jesus into my heart. He never came in. Feel free to pray for me. That's what I tell every Christian. I asked. I'm open. If he wants to present himself to me, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> but I'm, before, I'm, I'm a very happy person. <laughs> yeah. Are you I'm at peace, Annika? You, you would say you're at peace. Yes, you're I'm at very, peace. I'm at yeah. peace. I'm oh, okay. And you're happy being that way? Yes, I am. And, uh, oh, okay. and if, if, I, if I change my mind, again, I tell people, feel free to pray for me. If there is a God, I'd love to know. But and I tried. I attended church years ago and it just, it, nothing ever filled me. And when you went to church, you were seeking the father? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I, um, believe it or not, I, I have memorized tons of the Bible and I was, um, I was raising money in high school to go on missionary trips. So, yeah. and then I, I think I just turned the corner at about 17 or 18. <laughs> so, I totally understand. Just, I realized it. Yeah. I knew it. I think around the age of maybe, puberty i kind of just never felt it um and i just never actually felt god's presence yeah um and then so it wasn't like a traumatic event for me it just i was an internet atheist for a while like back in the day when that was the cool thing (laughs) to do and i just it just didn't really do anything for me either but again it's i'm open (laughs) did you in your search for the father did you go and forgive your mother and father? Did you forgive them for the things that um, will irritate you about them and realize they can help it? Did you go and forgive them? Uh, I lost my parents when I was very young. So I was raised in foster care. So I know you're going to oh, apologize me with that one. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, that's not why I'm an atheist. What um, was it like I just, being raised without them? It was not good. Yeah. But I survived and I, I do pretty well for myself now. I, I've... I have a therapist. I have joy. I have happiness. I have my own family. So, but do you um, have peace? Yeah, it was tough. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I sleep well at night. Thanks, Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I wish you well with that. Yeah. So now I just thanks. Thanks, LP, for throwing me under the bus. There. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, I will <laughs> say this. You know, when I started going to church, I had to go to a few different ones to to find one that. I liked so anybody out there who is if you're thinking of trying church you got to kind of sample because there's a lot of different flavors do you agree with that Jesse well what yeah 
What you're looking for, though, is not at, in a church. The purpose of a church is to, to point you back to the God that's inside of you. There's a new kingdom that was created when Christ came and did what he had to do. He created a new kingdom, and that kingdom is within us and above, but it's within us, and we must go inside. It's at hand. It's inside of us, and we must go inside to find the Father. And and But as long as you're looking on the outside, you can read the Bible until the cows come home, and all the Bible is doing is pointing you back to the Father that's within you. So you must get to know yourself so that you can overcome the anger. The nature of anger is evil because it's the nature of Satan. And you must forgive. Stop hating yourself and others. Then you will be inner. You will, he will draw you into the kingdom because he will change your heart from anger to love, which is his nature. Then you should know God. You should know him, not just read about him or hear about him. But until you enter the kingdom of heaven within, you will never know God. It's not on the outside. It's not at a church building. It's inside of you. Our temples are the temple of God. He lived within us. We have the Holy Spirit. We have Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, and we have God within us. Everything we're looking for, because of ourselves, we can't change anything. We're helpless. We're either subject to evil or subject to good. But we got to look for the kingdom within and not without. Yeah. Yeah. So do you believe that if somebody went through um, the process of trying to find God and he never actually, and they said the prayer, they invited him into their life and they never felt anything. Do you think as long as they live according to the word, so to speak, um, and don't harm others, do you think if they die and just Jesus never talks to them, do you think that there's a chance that they could go to heaven? Well, I don't know about that. Only God made that decision because he knows the heart. What's your opinion? Him. But I What's know that I know that you must be born again uh, in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven, because anyone who has anger has a wicked heart. Salvation is about the heart and not about anything else. Right. And then everything else starts to work out. I do know that you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven with anger because anyone who has anger has the nature, the identity of Satan, and it's not of God, and evil cannot enter into the kingdom. That's why God said that if you forgive, I will forgive you and change your heart of stone to love. And he said anyone who has anger is a murderer. So you're not going to enter into the kingdom with the anger. You must forgive so that he can forgive you. Oh, I've been accused of being a murderer by many in the comments section already. There's, <laughs> I've got a couple of, I've got a couple of uh, incel hanger-ons that uh, that like what? to make make the rounds on YouTube and tell people that I, I like kill people. So well, no, we well, forgive them. They know not what they do. They cannot see their judging. It, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me because I know it probably stems from their own issues. So. Namaste, right. Jesse. Namaste. You gonna stay? <laughs> I said not. Yes, not. Who would namaste? <laughs> yes. Hola. <laughs> uh, I have another video I wanted to to show you, Jesse, to see what see what you think. This is uh, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, and they they made an announcement recently uh, about the the new privileges for vaccinated people. That, that Tinder liaisons have reopened. <laughs> Great news for my friend. It's not it's not strictly embedded in the traffic light system, but um, it is a given up to twenty five actually in a red area. <laughs> well, uh, no, stop! Stop! <laughs> no, no, we are going no further on that line of questioning, um, Prime Minister. Moving. Okay, so it's a little subtle, but what she is saying there is that you can have an orgy with up to twenty five people if everyone's vaccinated. <laughs> what the? Um, um, again, I don't. I don't care what people do in the either. privacy of their own home among consenting adults. Um, I'm I'm bothered by her Kamala Harris laugh that she does. I've seen quite a few videos. She's that's quite a meme-worthy woman that we just said or that we just saw. And I think that her her just complete 
tone deafness to like what her nation is going through, yeah. I think is the real problem. But yeah, the whole having orgies with up to 25 people. Well, yeah, so. uh, personally, I don't, I'm not concerned at all about what people do in their own life because even God, was, as long as they're not lesbians. Uh, well, I don't even care about that. I just don't like the radical lesbian trying to impose their lifestyle upon others. If they want to be a lesbian, I wish them well. But when it gets to the point where they're trying to impose it on you, that's where the issue is because I counsel with lesbians all around the world and a lot of, lots of time, right? And they didn't know that they could overcome it because the world had influenced them that that's who they were. But when I tell them that you become like what you hate and that you've taken on your mother's identity because you resent her, she imposed a will on you or she turned you away from your father. And as a result, you became like her. You have her identity. And they go and forgive and they overcome being a lesbian. And so, uh, but these radical lesbians like Black Lives Matter and others are the ones that I totally disagree with. And for as far as having eight or nine people to bed together, that's up to you and them. If they want to do it, that's fine. Because even God will let you suffer and die if you're unwilling to admit that you're wrong and return to him. So I can't do anything about it. I have no right to judge them for doing that. That's up to them. I just don't want it. We are a Christian nation, right? And our, the parents are responsible for the children. And I just don't want it imposed upon the children as a norm because it will only bring destruction. It's not going to bring peace. Mm -hmm. there, there's something too about using those kinds of incentives to like it. Whenever I see something like that, I feel like it's it, the government's trying to control people by giving them vices, you know? Absolutely. It is another effort of the children of the lives, a way of dividing and conquering. Because if you promote that as a right, then you have control over these people. You can get them to do whatever you want them to do because they're promoting a wrong as a right. And those who are wrong and, and agree with being wrong, they're definitely going to fall forward with the government. The government is promoting pure evil right now. They're promoting, um, they're promoting corruption because they want to control the people you cannot control a decent person you cannot control a man or woman of morality you can only control those who are immoral and that's why they want to get rid of christianity because they don't have those christian standards that the people can live by and be controlled by god they have to promote these other things so they can control the people yeah uh, I had yeah. something what else. What a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it is a mess. Uh, I have something else I wanted to ask you about. This was like kind of breaking news. Did you hear that Hassan Piker? Do you know, do you know who Hassan Piker is, Jesse? He was, the, he is the guy that I guess been overseas for years because they said he was a traitor or something over here, something like that. No, well, I think you're thinking nah. of uh, Julian Assange. Oh, yeah. I know who is, I don't know who Hassan. Yeah, so he was start. one of the young Turks. You know the young Turks like the, the YouTube nephew. news guys. He's a he's Oh, a, oh yeah, I've been told he was on the fallen state one time. Yes. Yeah, right. he, he thinks he's a communist. Yeah, so Hassan, he's a Twitch streamer, very popular on Twitch, tens of thousands of people. Uh, but he got banned from Twitch recently. And the reason he got banned, actually, I have a, a, the story here. I'll pull it up real quick. But the reason he got banned was because uh, he he said cracker in a, in a derogatory way about white people. He called white people crackers and then Twitch banned him. Well, I think, I don't think it's a permanent ban. I think it's like more of a suspension, but um, I, I was curious what you think of that because uh, you, 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 you were saying how they, you were saying how the powers that be, they try to make black people feel like they're getting oppressed by the white people. But here you have an example where the people in power are banning somebody for doing something that's racist against white people. 
Uh, do you think that's what, what do you think about that? First of all, how do you say cracker in a derogatory way? I don't know how that's said that way. I think you just say like, oh, these these cracker. silly crackers, you know, <laughs> something like that. It's funny is in, in that these people are trying to control speech. They're trying to control free speech, right? Because when I was growing up, I heard the word cracker, but it wasn't a big deal. Uh, just We're like gonna I, get the stream taken down now. Thanks. Oh, from Twitch at least. Yeah. Did, I'm, we're not. I'm not calling for your safety. I'm not calling yeah. them that. I oh no, I, heard, I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I heard the word growing up. I, you know, and I don't I'm, think most people, most white people today, I don't think would consider it, it a big deal. I don't either. I don't uh, think white people care about that word at all. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think they hate the double standard. That yes. you can do and say whatever you want about white people. But if white people did it, it's a different story. And I'm surprised. I didn't hear about this story at all. So I'm surprised that they were banned him for talking about, quote unquote, negatively about white people. Because right now, in all of the Western countries, it seems that white people are the most hated people on this side of heaven. And they are being blamed for everything when they really have nothing to do with what's going on. And so when people put down white folks, they're seen to be a celebration rather than a punishment. But if you put down black people, there's a punishment rather than a celebration. So I'm surprised that they did that to him. Jesse, to go back to what you said earlier about Democrats and liberals and the way that they sort of infantilize black people, the double standard to me isn't that I want both black and white people to be able to use pejoratives, racial pejoratives against one another. To me, it signifies that Black people are permanently weak in a weakened state to the point where they can't be offensive to white people. Like, they, there's not, they don't have the ability to be racist because, they, because by admitting there's a power dynamic there, you're essentially saying that white people are in some way superior to Blacks if Blacks can't even harbor hatred towards whites or blacks can like if you say a racist term against whites doesn't exist then what you're saying is there's a there's a power shift there that's or a power dynamic i should say and it can't shift it can't balance itself unless it's equal that's the only reason why i think that um it's either all words or no words I, but, you can't have the double standard or else black people are always does that make sense to you or am but I the double standard is is that uh, black people have been given the vaccine card to be as negative and evil and blaming white people, calling them all kinds of names. They have been given the the black card to do whatever they want and say the whatever past, they yeah. want to the white. But it's because they're not perceived people. as a threat that way. Does that I'm make sorry. Sense? It's because it's because the powers that be, so to speak, don't perceive black people as a genuine threat. I'm not saying they don't think black people can't be violent or can't lash out in any way, but I think that it's quote unquote, the powers that be that are making these decisions. Um, I believe that they think that black people are kind of powerless, almost like a David and Goliath kind of situation where Goliath really isn't that threatened by David. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's just a little, eh, it's okay. He can call me whatever he wants. It's (laughs) no big deal because white people do just shrug it off. We think it's silly. And black people used to do the same thing. They didn't take these kind of things personally when they were in charge of their own lives. It's only when they turned their lives over to the black leadership and the government. But white black the government, the Democrats don't believe that black people are defenseless. They don't believe that they are incapable. It's what they want the blacks to believe. Democrats don't respect black people at all. And so they're using the blacks for their own personal gain by brainwashing them and causing them to believe that there are a helpless people that are incapable of thinking and doing for themselves. They have convinced the blacks, and not all, not all, not all, not all, but most, they have convinced the blacks that white people are superior to them. Black people see white people as superior and more capable than they are, but white people don't see themselves in that way. Because if they did, they would not let the blacks just run all over them and, and accuse them and take their stuff and hurt their families and things like that. White people don't see themselves as superior. 
But black people see themselves as inferior to the whites. That's why they're so destructive, because they hate the whites. In their mind, they perceive white people as better and stronger and wiser. Yeah, I agree with that. I also, I think you're right that, I mean, as my take on the whole Twitch ban thing, um, I think that it would be better if everybody, if we just had free speech on the internet and people could say whatever they want. But if you're going to say you can't say hateful stuff about this group, you have to apply that equally. You can't have a double standard because otherwise you're that. you're literally engaged in your own form of like discrimination and just totally setting you're the wrong, also, wrong example. Yeah. You're now, also giving um giving power to words that they the kind of power they shouldn't have. If, if you ban a word, all yeah. of a sudden it has it has power over people that it shouldn't. So I have Whoa. never I have <laughs> until, until recently I've never seen so many people giving power to words. Words has no power if you don't believe in them. They should roll off your back. When people call you names and when they try to degrade you and hurt you, it's just words. But if you, I remember growing up, th- there was a saying that says, sticks and stones may break my bone, but words would never harm me. Yeah. Because it's just a word that other people believe and they have no love, so they're trying to hurt you with words. And in good old days, we were we were able to let those words roll off my off, off our backs, right? We didn't take it personally. Mm-hmm. Another example of, of a quick example of, of the Democratic Party, the rhino Republicans, others have no respect for uh, black people is that in California, there's a couple of districts, school districts, that have decided to remove the letters uh, D and F from the greatest score uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the public schools and they only have from C up now mm-hmm. and the reason they have that because they are saying that if these people are not because these blacks are not capable uh, uh, or so called people of color but they're really referring to the black these yeah. blacks are not capable of getting into the universities and colleges here and so if they don't put a D or F on the grade score they have a better chance of getting in there so what they're saying is, black people, we want you to know, we don't think that you are capable. So we are going to lower the standards so that you can get in whether you're qualified or not. Every black person with children should be offended and upset about that and take their children out of the public school system. That's a put down. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. it's crazy what they're doing in the schools. I think, they're um, trying so hard he, to get. I wanted to hold on, Annika. I, I, hold on, Annika. I wanted to show this this okay. uh, tweet here from Ethan Klein, H three H three, because some people think there should be a double standard, and when it comes to terms against different groups, and that's what uh, Ethan Klein H three H three is saying. He says. Nobody was offended when I did whiteface because it's a stupid joke with no real consequences and no history of oppression. Twitch banning cracker is giving oxygen to white identity politics and putting white grievances on equal footing with actual oppressed people. Right. So so Ethan is saying that if you let white people act like they're victimized then you're doing a disservice to the people who are actually victimized by oppression. Well, first of all, there is no such thing as a victim and no one is being victimized. And those people who fall for the lie, it's on them to take responsibility for their own lives so that they can overcome it. They want to give the impression that all these people are victims because they want to use those people for their own personal gain. And if you can make these people feel like victims, you can also make them vote for you. You can make them support whatever idea you may have, whether right or wrong. And so black people are not victims. And white people are not victims. Some are refusing to stand up for themselves. That's a weakness. But they're not victims. There's nothing in life that you cannot overcome if you're willing to endure and overcome. That's what makes you strong. And when you endure, there is a double standard, as I said earlier. Just think about this. White people founded and created 
the greatest country on this side of heaven. If it wasn't for white people, there would be no America. And so, uh, and then they made the mistake of opening up the front doors and, and back doors and letting all these people come into their country. And these people are coming into the white country, a Christian country. And they're accusing white people of being racist and the enemy. Why would you come into the enemy's country if you know that they're going to try to hurt you? It doesn't make sense. It's all lies. If I was white, I would shut the door when I become president, even though I'm black. I'm black <laughs> on the, as the ace of spades, right? But I'm white on the inside. When Jesse, I become Oh, so, sorry, to, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I was just wondering: would, would you say would you say that in this particular case, Ethan Klein is acting a little bit like a beta? <laughs> yes, there it is. Thank yeah, you, beta. thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. Beta male. <laughs> yeah. The thing I was saying earlier is Ethan pretty much said exactly what I was saying that they think, which yeah, is pretty was, much yeah. Uh, yeah, only yeah. That there's a power dynamic there, and he's reinforcing that power dynamic. So. Yeah, he needs. But I, I'm more on the side of we should be able to say anything rather than you know. I, I don't agree with compelled speech. I can't. Um, I did get go ahead. And post. That. I, need, I can't what? get begun it that other people trying to tell us adults what we can and cannot say. Who do you think you are? That you. What is it about you? that made you think you can tell me what I can and cannot say. When you say and do whatever you want, but I, it, doesn't, it just doesn't compute. Because I know the so good Jesse. old days, and, and the good old days was like paradise on earth compared to what is happening now. Jesse, this was kind of my problem with religion, is I feel like a lot of the current stuff that we're going through right now, like, I guess you could call it progressivism, or even in the trans, a lot of the trans stuff that we're currently seeing on TikTok and such, I feel a lot of it, it, it kind of follows a religion, um, with the compelled speech, and just kind of like the rites of passage into it. I could go on and on, we could, I could come on your show and, and debate the the religion of gender, but um, there's a, I think there's a lot of things that I see that are parallel and there's some other channels that I've been watching more recently. In fact, you just had TTX Atlantic on, I've been following her since the beginning as well. Um, and uh, she's a very interesting person. I'm sure she mentioned gender atheism to you. Oh, Correct? yes. Yeah, on so the, I, was, I kind of follow- She was on the fallenstate.tv. Yeah, I um I didn't see that episode, but I'm very familiar with her, and there there's some there's some similarities in her views and mine, um, but not completely. I'm not a turf, but but still, it's uh. So anyway, yeah. Sorry to no no problem <laughs> to kind of bring it back to religion, but that's kind of yeah, no, no, that's my favorite subject. Um, I'm sorry I didn't remember the Hassan guy that you played. His name what was his name? Hassan Piker. Hassan Piker. I had him on the fallerstate.tv and I don't I tend yeah. not to remember these things. So you're fine. I, I'm black. You're fine. He's not a memorable person. <laughs> I'm black and slow. You know how black people are. We probably <laughs> no, but we probably had him on our show too. I just don't remember. Oh God. All right. Well, listen, we got, we have about it. 10 minutes left here. I wanted let to just, let me sorry, say one thing about uh religion. Christianity is a freedom. When you become a Christian, you become free. You're not enslaved. But when you like a Bible thumper Christian, just knowing the Bible but not knowing God, knowing about God but not knowing him, you are enslaved. You're not free. Born-again Christians are free and not enslaved. Word. Uh, okay, so I wanted to, I have some questions from the audience, if that's okay with you, Jesse, for the last 10 minutes. Okay, absolutely. Uh, somebody wanted to know what you think about the government acknowledging the existence of UFOs. Do you think that there's aliens out there or, or what, do you have any thoughts on that? I, at one time, I didn't believe that there were aliens out there. I believe that there were glimpses of, because in the world today and all over the world, there are spirits out there that have not entered into a body yet, so you can't see it because spirits uh, 
unless they enter to a body, you don't, you can't see that it exists. And I just thought that people would sometimes get glimpses of these spirits mm. that out and about. I, I would love to know what this is all about. I would love to know about the so-called illegal alien, who, what is really going on. I think we should know if there is any way to really be honest about it and explain what's going on. It would not only be good for the country, but it'd just be nice to know what's really going on out there. And so I hope the government would continue to be honest about it so that we can see what's really going on out there. I, something is happening. I just don't know what it is. So yeah. you wouldn't offer them refugee status if they came to America? Well, we might as well. We're letting everybody else in. <laughs> um, so my, my view is really quick. I used to believe in aliens up until the government admitted that they're real. And now I, I no longer believe in aliens. Oh, really? <laughs> you just believe the opposite of whatever the government tells you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll leave it at, I don't know, but if it does exist and they know that it does, then we need to know about it. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. Uh, yeah. our friend Semiogog wants to know what kind of music do you like to play when you have a woman over? I like, uh, I'm a big Motown fan kind of a guy. And then I, and, and whatever, what's the other kind of music I like? I'm still alive, but I'm badly breathing. And I'm, I like Preach. contemporary pop music. Like I'm still alive, but I'm badly breathing. I pray to a God that I do believe in. I got like dragons. got freedom. I like that kind of music. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, I, I kind of, I, yeah. What her, some of her worst days, some of her best days were my worst days. <laughs> is, that, is that a song lyric? I, yeah. I think I, yeah. That's a part of that song. Okay. Okay. But contemporary, what is it called? Pop music. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I, I think I, I get, yeah, I get the genre you're referring to. I, do you Spotify? Do I Spotify? Do I Spotify? Yes. No, I don't Spotify. <laughs> what? You know what, no. you, okay. you know what I just realized? I'm I'm missing uh, one of the words on my bingo cards. Uh, Jesse, what 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 do you call a woman who is is promiscuous? A slut. <laughs> there it is. What a slut. <laughs> Yeah. And, then, and men who are like that are slut makers. Slut makers. You know, you know, when I was younger, I was kind of doing a bit of that myself, but I think most of the women were already sluts by the time I found them. So I, I was more of like a slut user, you might say. Yeah. Jesse, I never was. So I know I'm a heathen and I know I'm a. I'm an atheist and all, but I, I was never a slut or a slut maker. Right so. on. So I've got I've got when one you, up on LP for that one. Well, you can't be a slut maker. You can only be a slut. Women are sluts. <laughs> <laughs> Who have said that well like that? But I used yeah. to be a major slut maker too, so I totally understand it. Well, that's good. You were never a slut. Yeah. So Jesse, real quick, a lot of the people that it it seems there's a trend of a lot of the people that embrace religion and you know or anti-degenerate like lp himself a lot of them it seems i notice a trend that a lot of them were sluts when they were younger a lot of them they maybe did drugs yeah i need they, redemption they you know drugs. i made i made a lot of I, mistakes i never needed yeah i think for me i never felt there was this need you know i just needed to get out of poverty i lived in in los angeles for a bit it was a horrible place for me yeah it, it, yeah, it didn't treat me well, but um, yeah, I never felt that like I needed to have a coming to God moment. So maybe that's why I never, like religion never really grabbed me. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that because all who are born of the woman, not one, but all people yeah. who are born of the woman must be born of the father because all who okay. are born of the woman that's are dying. So what now? I said, that's clever. That's that's a clever little saying. Yeah. I get what you meant. You meant yeah, all who are, are born of flesh must be born in, in Christ. Right. We must be yeah. born of the spirit if we want to live. 
And so I don't know because I've been talking to spoken to you about this and things like that. I don't know why you feel that way, but the one thing I can absolutely guarantee you, we are all born of the woman. So we're born in what they call sin, meaning yeah. that we're born into crazy families. We become angry. We, uh, we grow in the ego. And, uh, and so we must be born of the spirit, which is of the father and the father will cause us to overcome all of those things, the ego, judging ourselves and others, have an opinion about others and ourselves because no one can judge one another. We are no better. Let ye without sin cast the first stone, uh, stone, right? And so we can't judge. We're not God and we don't have a right to do it. But we must be born of the spirit because the spirit, which is God, is love. And if you're not born of the father, you have no love. You only have hatred in your heart and no love. And love conquers all. So that's why we must be born of the Spirit. God is love. He's about love. He don't judge us. He doesn't condemn us because he realized in the fallen state, we couldn't help ourselves. We were not in control. And as adults, we must forgive so he can forgive us and take that identity away and draw us in. We must become of love. That's what Christianity is all about. And love is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's a dispassionate way of living. And it's not based on what you think or how you feel. It's a light unto your feet. It's amazing. But it's all love all the time. Amen. Uh, all right. Two more really quick questions, Jesse. Do you love white people? I love white folks. And do you love black people? I love black people. That's good. This show has been absolutely amazing. <laughs> That's bingo. Yes. Uh, thanks so much. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there. Thanks everybody for watching. Big thanks to our good. Oh oh, uh, Jesse, you have some projects you want to let people know about. Anything you want to plug? And anything you're working on? You want to talk about? Please please go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, I started a nonprofit called Bond the Brotherhood's Organization of a New Destiny. And we were rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man, bringing back God's order of God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. And so we were showing the people how to point them back to the father so they can forgive their mothers and return to the father. And we have an entrepreneur academy where we were teaching men uh, how to start businesses uh, or if they already have a business to how to enhance their businesses. I started a credit union because some of the guys didn't have money to keep the business going or, in, or start or whatever. And uh, we made them a loan and they pay back to keep the credit union going. We have a meeting for ladies only on the fourth Thursday night of the month, for men only on the thir first Thursday night of the month. And for everybody on Sunday morning, we have our church service for all. And we're just about rebuilding the family by rebuilding a man. And then people can, because I want to see people be individuals again and not group thinking people. You have your own mind. You should live your own life, not according to anyone else, but what's right in the heart. And so they can check us out at rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com or jessaleepeterson.com, jessaleepeterson.com. And it is amazing. I'm dealing with people now around the world, everybody and their mama of all races. That's great. I will I'll add those links to the description here right after the show. Uh, okay. the, the meetings you talked about, are those in Los Angeles? Are those on the internet? Or how does they're that in, they're, the The women's forms and the men's forms are not, on video at all. We keep them very private because if, I wouldn't want the people personal business to get it out there in the media because the people would judge them. So we get free, uh, they're free to speak. But the Sunday morning service uh, on the internet, they can go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And we start the meetings, Sunday morning meetings at 11 a.m. Pacific time, U.S. Pacific time. And uh, doors open at 10.30. So if they want to come in, Doors open at 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, but they can watch it on the net by going to rebuildingtheman.com slash church, and it's for all. All right, that's great. Uh, well, again, thank you so much for doing the show. You have a wonderful day. God bless you, sir. 
Thank you. It's good talking to the both of you, and I wish you well. And get to know yourself. Then you shall know God, but you must know yourself. Watch out. Watch yourself from within. Say Christmas here. Yeah, I've, I, right. I got Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I, I see you.